Hello, hello. My name is Bryn and I am starting a podcast. That feels so good to say. (laughs) I have been wanting to do this for quite some time, but I've been holding myself back for literally no good reason. So I am just going to jump into the world of podcasting. Hopefully with each episode, I'll learn, I will get better, I will improve. But thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope this is an enjoyable experience for you. So I actually am going to be talking about imposter syndrome today, which is so fitting with the new year. I think that New Year's resolutions are so admirable. I love them. But at the same time, I think that while it's admirable that we're setting new goals for ourselves to be stronger, to be better, to be smarter, whatever it is, I think that sometimes we limit ourselves to a date on the calendar and we forget that at any given moment in our lives, we can make a change, we can do something new, we can pursue something different, add or subtract things from our lives. So it's not restricted to one date on the calendar. It is something that we can do over the course of our lives at any given moment. So I admire New Year's resolutions and I love to set new goals, but I think that we also have to remember we can do that in the middle of the summer. We can do that in November. It doesn't matter when it is. So yeah, Um, I struggle with imposter syndrome personally because oftentimes I don't feel qualified or I don't feel um, knowledgeable enough about a subject to talk about it or to start a podcast and just ramble. So it keeps me from doing the things that I really want to do. And I'll self-sabotage before I even try something because I'm, I'm, I, I have this fear that it won't be perfect or that it won't live up to the expectations that I have for myself. So I just want to jump right in, define what it is, um, look at the ways that we can break free from old patterns of behavior, old ways of thinking, and really just chase that best version of ourselves. As cliche as that may be, I'm all about self-betterment. I'm all about growth. So yeah, just diving right in. So Google defines imposter syndrome as a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So it's obviously something that is near and dear to my heart. I feel that it's something a lot of people go through, whether we realize it or not, will somehow disqualify ourselves from our big aspirations before we can even realize what they are. And I'm just going to speak for myself here, but... A lot of the times I will water down my dreams and think that that is more attainable or that that is something that's within my capability of reaching. But that's not what makes life fun. That's not what makes life exciting and worth being lived. It's a watered down version of who you really are. So that's not what I want with my life. And hopefully this resonates a little bit with you, but... I, yeah, let's just jump right in. So I have four key takeaways. Um, If you have a pen and paper nearby, maybe grab it, 
Hopefully you'll learn something. Maybe you can jot some notes down. Maybe it's inspiring. Um, Grab your coffee, grab a snack, whatever it may be. But so starting with number one, um, you are just as qualified as any other person to pursue your passions. Seriously, this is something that I believe in wholeheartedly. I think that no matter where you are, there is no age limit. You could be 85 years old and you want to learn how to snowboard. Do it. You can go rent equipment and find an instructor and make make that happen. But I think that a lot of the time I will think that I'm not knowledgeable enough. I don't have the experience to do something as, <laughs> for example, starting a podcast. But it's always worth trying if it's something that your heart desires if it's something that you feel that you would be happy doing it is going to be worth the time and the energy so my number two point is the difference between where you are now and where you want to be is a matter of shifting two things your mindset and your work ethic so in terms of mindset it's shifting that I have to do xyz into I get to do XYZ. So I can think I have to go to school, I have to do these assignments, I have da-da-da, whatever it is, and I can go on and on and think about all these things that I'm dreading. But in our minds, we make that something that we're not looking forward to. It, It becomes taxing, it becomes something that is draining, and we forget, <clears throat> excuse me, we forget that these are opportunities that others may not have. So I can shift my thinking from I have to go to school to I get to get an education. I get to learn. I get to grow. I get to experience learning and becoming more knowledgeable. And learning is so admirable. Learning is something that you will do for a lifetime. So investing in education is always going to benefit you in the long run. So it's it's that simple shift. And a lot of the time, I'll think, for example, the pandemic has forced me to be at home more than I'm used to. And at the beginning, I was really missing my friends and missing social interactions. And it became really draining. I was letting myself get caught up in these negative thoughts. And then I realized... I have the opportunity to be at home with my family, hanging out with them, creating memories, connecting with them that I wouldn't have before and that I'm not going to have after I get a job and I have my life down the road. So this rare moment, this so amazing opportunity, I had been overlooking because I didn't have the right mindset. So it's all about shifting that and keeping yourself on track. So yeah. And doubling down on work ethic, it's important to build your discipline. And this is something that comes with time. It comes with consistency and it's not easy. (laughs) So I really wanted to become more disciplined in my personal and professional life. So I did this by way of exercise and Exercise is something that I personally enjoy. I love to be in the gym. I love to be exploring new ways to sweat. But 
I understand that that's not everybody's cup of tea. So replace exercise with whatever it may be that you're currently struggling with. It has to be something important to you. I would highly recommend exercise because I think it's a great way to release endorphins and um, just really spend time working on yourself. But maybe exercise for you means a 30-minute walk a day or a quick yoga flow or whatever it may be. If you enjoy running, maybe you go for a quick run. So whatever it may be, set those goals for yourself each week, each day, and then show up for yourself. That is the most important part. It doesn't matter if you have an off day. You can't rely on motivation. We are not always going to be motivated. You have to build that discipline. And in building discipline, you have to show up for yourself, whether it be every day, every other day, But hitting that weekly goal, hitting that, whatever that looks like for you, just showing up and being consistent, that builds trust with yourself, number one, and then it'll build discipline. So you recognize that even if you're having an off day, you're still going to commit, you're still going to show up for yourself. And it's a very, very tricky thing to build because Believe me, I've had my off days where I literally don't want to work out. I don't want to move my body, but I always feel better after. And I know that I'm showing up for myself. So in addition to that, goal setting, it's so important to have clear pictures of what you want your goals to be, why you're working towards something, why you're doing something. And I'll go into a tangent about this later, but... Goal setting is one of the most essential ways to visualize your future and visualize what you want for yourself. Which brings me to point number three, everyone starts as a beginner. Steve Jobs started as a beginner. Um, Elon Musk started as a beginner. These big names, I can't even think of other people right now, but everybody starts as a beginner no matter what their skill or craft or activity is. It is everybody starts at day one. So it's important to remember you can't rush the process. If you want to become good at something, that takes practice, that takes skill, that takes discipline. And you have to almost romanticize the process of achieving your goals. So for me, I'm going to go back to exercise because that is one of the best ways that I can build work ethic and then build discipline for myself so I had to create a process that I enjoyed that would get me to show up for the gym and have that good mentality be ready to go crush a workout and not just dragging my gym stuff into the gym um so I put on a cute outfit I'll turn on the music I'm dancing I'm excited I have my coffee and then when I'm in the gym I have my workout laid out I know what I'm doing I have my playlist, so I'm very excited for the opportunity to show up and work out in the gym. Obviously, there are days that I am low energy, that I just don't feel like being there, but I will, I personally, I have never regretted a workout, and I stand by that, but um, yeah, you have to have a process that is so individualized to you and what you enjoy that you look forward to that, so That for me is being super extra before I go to the gym. (laughs) 
So write out your big goals and visualize them. Keep your focus on them, whether that be in fitness, whether that be in your professional life. Maybe you want to start a business and you have several checkpoints along the way. So visualize that, narrow in on that and understand what that looks like, what that feels like for you. So one of my favorite journal prompts is, um, what does my ideal life look like? What does it feel like? And I think that feel like part is so important because a lot of the times we'll think, okay, when I'm, you know, I'm rich and wealthy and I have this, 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 this is going to be my dream life. But I think the internal aspect to that is much more important. What are you going to feel like? Are you going to feel accomplished? Are you going to feel proud of yourself? These are things you have to consider. So then you have to break that big goal, the big shiny goal in neon lights that is far down the road that seems unattainable right now. You break that down into smaller attainable checkpoints. And Gary Keller talks about the one thing in his book titled The One Thing, (laughs) but he breaks it up into segments and has you ask yourself, what is the one thing I want to do someday down the road? So Here you have to get really, really honest with yourself. You have to be so transparent because you're not fooling yourself. You have to be the one that is living out this goal later. So might as well be the crazy aspirational one that you really, really want. Don't water it down. Don't fool yourself. Be as wild and creative as possible. If you want to live in New York City and live that sex in the city lifestyle in a small apartment writing for a newspaper opinion article, then do it. That's amazing. Go be Carrie Bradshaw. Um, Or if you want to one day open a bakery and sell the best macaroons this world has seen, then that's amazing. Make it happen. All I'm saying is it's about the small attainable changes that you can make now to start living out your dream life later. So Sophia Rose on Instagram, I want to say it's wellness with Soph. She talks about this a lot. She talks about small attainable changes. So you start living out your dream life now and you'll just naturally attract things that help you propel yourself toward your goals later. So if you want to be, uh, I'll use my bakery example. If you want to be a baker, then maybe you start talking to bakers, you start building your network, you start understanding the process, maybe you take a few cooking classes or baking classes and you slowly familiarize yourself with how to be better at your skill or at your craft. But it's about making those small attainable changes right now. So in terms of goal setting, you have to break down that big someday goal into smaller goals. So Gary Keller suggests outlining five-year goals, then a one-year goal, then monthly, weekly, daily, and then right now goals. So the idea is to ask yourself, what is the one thing I can do right now today or this week or this month, etc., to work towards achieving my goal? And this has helped me surpass my own expectations for myself. It is so wild, but it helps you to really narrow in on what you want, what's important to you, what matters to you. Because a lot of the time, I think that I want something and 
it's just a watered down version of what I really want because it seems more attainable to me or it seems easier to achieve. But down the road, I want something bigger. I want something better. And yeah, so narrowing in and visualizing your goals is an incredible way to get to the root of exactly what you want. And number four, surround yourself with amazing people. So I'm not saying surround yourself with yes men who just tell you that you're amazing and make you feel good all the time. Obviously, you should be around people who make you feel good. That is so important. But I am just simply saying that they say you are a reflection of your five closest friends. So you have to almost do an audit of who you're spending the most time with. Ask yourself, would I want somebody to describe me the same way they would describe my friends? And this is really hard to do. So especially if you have long-term friends that you just hang out with because it's comfortable or maybe maybe they're even like, I don't know, a close family friend, it can be really difficult to be honest with yourself here. But I'm not saying go out and cut off all of your friends. I don't think that's healthy. I don't think it's smart to isolate yourself completely. But you have to understand where you're spending the most time and whether you realize it or not, they are directly influencing the way that you're living your life, the direction you're going, the way that you think about yourself, the world, and other people, the way that you interact with the world. It is wild the influence that people have on you. So just make sure that there are people that are in your corner, people that are just ready to celebrate your successes with you because the same people that are willing to challenge you in healthy ways and healthy being the operative term here you don't want somebody that's constantly attacking you and bringing you down but somebody that is coming from a really good place and they just want to see you succeed so they challenge your ideas to make you stronger so those people are also the ones that are going to be right by your side as soon as you succeed, cheering you on, excited to see you win, and you want to surround yourself with people like that. So shout out to Deanna. She's helped me come such a long way, and she's a great example of a friend that challenges me just enough. It's like that perfect balance of tension um, that makes me stronger, that makes me better, and Friends like this will help you narrow in on exactly what it is that you want from your goals and they will make you stronger in your convictions, in your beliefs, in your morals and what's important to you because I'm not saying you have to defend yourself but it's almost like you sort through all of the things that you thought you wanted, things that you just see emulated in culture or that somebody does on Instagram and you're like, I want that. You sort through all of that BS and figure out what actually matters to you. So absolutely, it's important to surround yourself with friends like that. And it sounds so much easier than it actually is. I know that. But as you get a better idea of exactly what you want to do, exactly what your goals are, you will naturally attract people who are making the same changes in their life and They'll have similar interests and ambitions and the same things will matter to them that matter to you. So yeah, just be bold enough, be courageous enough to make that first step. And I'm sure 
it's going to be tough at times, but you will naturally attract the people that you're meant to be with. So yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. I hope that you enjoyed listening. I hope maybe you learned something or maybe it even inspired you a little bit. But yeah, send me any feedback or questions or personal stories. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe even topic ideas for future podcast episodes. Who knows? But you can find me on Instagram at Bryn Mannion. Slide in my DMs. I'd love to say hey. I'd love to meet you guys. So yeah, I am so excited to share this with you and I'll see you next time. I hope you have a great day wherever you're at. Great night if it's nighttime, but have a great one. All right. Bye, friends.